and welcome back to Goop Tales. I'm Maria Calancini, the founder, writer, and narrator behind these original audio stories. Now, it has been a while since I've put out a new podcast, and there is a reason for that. I am not stopping Goop Tales. I am gearing up to do it stronger than ever. And in order to gear up, I had to pull back and redo the website, which is what I'm working on right now with a small team, and redo the social media so I can broaden my reach and interaction with all of you listeners. Next month in August, the new website's going to be released and there is going to be a very special download. I'm not going to do coloring pages anymore. We're going to change that up and there is going to be a very special goop kit. Make sure that you are on the mailing list. You can go there now to gooptails.com and get on the mailing list. And when it comes out, you will be the first to know so you can get your goop kit. And in social media, I am changing things up and there are already a lot of new posts on there. One of my favorites is hitting goops. You can go onto the social media on Instagram and find a post or a bunch of posts about hitting goops. And you have three seconds. That's three seconds. One, two, three. There's a timer on the post and you have three seconds to find the hitting goop in a photo. And then you get to see where it actually is and see if you found it or not. And I want you to tell me in the comments how long it took you to find the hidden goop because I know you're going to get faster and faster at it. You'd be surprised how much you can do in three seconds. So there's new stuff on social media and there I'm also sharing your voicemails. I have, I think it's over a thousand voicemails from all of you and I love getting them. So please keep leaving them. And I am starting to put them up on Instagram so you can hear each other and your own ideas, other listeners' ideas for Goop Tales and see what inspires them. So make sure you go to Instagram, go to Goop Tales on Instagram and interact with me because I am popping up there a lot more often. And the more you pop up, the more I pop up. All right, let us get into today's story. Today's story was inspired by a email that Emerson Moss Hayes sent in. So Emerson wrote to me and said about Hissy Fit, Hissy Fit is so cute and cuddly. He loves to play with all his friends. He's strong and fast and very courageous but he has a really hard time stopping his fun. He throws a fit when his mom says it's time to go home. Well, thank you, Emerson, for that idea. I love it. Who hasn't thrown a hissy fit? You know the last time I threw a hissy fit? Stay tuned and I will tell you at the end of this episode. Goop Tales, episode 124, 
Hissy Fit and the Tofu Rocks of Taiwan. Hissy Fit just loved to cuddle and snuggle. He was also quite good at games and knew how to juggle. All the goops found him quite amusing. But he had his moments that were a bit confusing. If ever anyone interrupted his fun and suggested he quit, he would throw an outrageous hissy fit. Chapter One Once upon a time, there was a very courageous and effervescent young goop boy named Hissy Fit. Hissy Fit was never without his blue baseball cap and his bag full of colored marbles. The bag contained exactly 21 marbles of multiple colors and precisely one of them was a deep red color. The rest were a mix of orange, yellow, green, purple, blue, white, and black. Hissy Fit used the marbles for multiple purposes, including playing marbles by himself, rolling them across the floor when he was bored in Miss Wigglebutt's class, and getting a giggle from Giggler, and from time to time to help him with challenging math problems. The deep red marble had its own very special purpose. When Hissy Fit was deep in the middle of a very fun situation, like playing kick the can with the other goops, or reading his favorite adventure book, or exploring in the forest, and he was told to stop or that it was time to go home, he would become furious. Hissy Fit never wanted his fun to be interrupted. He would slowly stop what he was doing and turn to whoever was telling him to stop his fun. Then his breathing sped up and his face would turn red. Then, ever so slowly, Hissy Fit would reach into his pocket and pull out his deep red marble, lift his arm, and throw it at whoever dared to stop him from having fun. Once he had thrown the marble, Hissy Fit would stomp his feet up and down, take his baseball cap off his head, and flail his arms and shout. He would throw a hissy fit. A hissy fit of such horrendous proportions that it would paralyze with fear everyone who was around him. They all scattered very quickly. Other than his hissy fits, hissy fit was exceptionally fun. He said yes to absolutely anything and went into all adventures 
with an open mind. It was for this reason that Hissy Fit got on so well with Bubble Roo. Bubble Roo was hilarious and always wanted to go on adventures as long as she could blow bubbles along the way. One sunny summer afternoon, Bubble Roo and Hissy Fit met at the tide pools along the shoreline to go exploring. Hissy Fit was walking along whistling when he looked up and saw beautiful translucent bubbles floating through the air. Bubble Roo! Bubble Roo! I know it's you! He sang out. Then he heard a cheerful little laugh and Bubble Roo appeared carrying a pink container of bubble mix and a bubble blowing wand. As soon as she caught sight of Hissy Fit, Bubble Roo slipped the wand she was carrying into a long tote and pulled out an even bigger oblong bubble wand and dipped it into her bubble mix. Then she lifted it above her head and let the summer breeze fill it up with warm air. And within less than a minute, Bubble Roo had created a shimmering oblong bubble that floated up and over towards Hissy Fit. He watched as it floated right past him and continued on until it stopped and hung mid-air over a tide pool. Both Bubble Roo and Hissy Fit followed the bubble over to the tide pool, which was brimming with different colored starfish. Hissy Fit gasped and said, It's magic! It's magic! The starfish are like the color of my marbles! Look how many there are! The two of them quickly dropped all their belongings and knelt down to play in the tide pools. They made sure not to disturb the starfish. I remember Miss Wigglebutt said that starfish don't like to be touched and that you should never take them out of the water because they could suffocate, said Hissy Fit. I remember that too. I do love it when Miss Wigglebutt has interesting subjects, sighed Bubble Roo. All afternoon, they built sandcastles near the tide pools and made up stories about the magical starfish. These starfish make a beautiful mermaid's necklace, and she comes in the light of the moon to gather them and put them around her neck so that she can have magical powers, said Bubble Roo. You're such a good Storyteller Bubble Roo, I could stay here all night long listening to you, said Hissy Fit. Well, probably we shouldn't stay all night long. I would like to get back. I think we should get going before the sun disappears on the horizon, said Bubble Roo. Upon hearing this, Hissy Fit could feel his whole body contracting. Hissy Fit was coming on, and it 
was a big one. Slowly, he stood up and reached for his blue baseball hat with one hand while putting his other hand in his pocket. Hissy Fit pulled out the deep red marble as Bubble Roo watched with wide eyes. He began to wave his hat around and screech, I don't want to go home! Bubble Roo backed away as he lifted his arm and threw the red marble into the wet sand around him. The moment the marble hit the sand, it caused a split and the sand spread open, creating a sinkhole that quickly creeped all the way to where Hissy Fit was standing. And then it opened up and Hissy Fit disappeared right into the sinkhole. Chapter Two Wet sand crowded in on Hissy Fit as he felt himself descending into the dark sinkhole. He was in a heightened state of alarm and his breathing was fast. (gasps) Being in a sinkhole was suffocating. Hissy Fit's brain felt like scrambled eggs and he couldn't think. As his heart pounded wildly with fear and frustration, he remembered something from Miss Wigglebutt's class. Class, when you are in a challenging situation and you feel anxiety or anger, start to slow down your breaths. Take deep inhales like this. In and hold it and then out. Let's do a few together. For the first time ever, Hissy Fit decided to give deep breathing a try. One, two, three. Four, in, and hold, and one, two, three, four, out, and release, he said to himself. After a few deep breaths, Hissy Fit felt much calmer and like could think straight. Although he was still stuck in the sinkhole, Hissy Fit began to feel like he could figure a way out. Wiggling one of his arms above his head, he stuck it into a wall of wet sand and held tight. Then he moved his other arm up and over until he was slowly climbing his way out of the sinkhole with one reach at a time. Up, up, up we go, 
Calm and steady, he thought to himself. He hummed a little song to calm himself. <laughs> Finally, his arm burst through the sand and he felt cool air. He was emerging from the sinkhole. As his head popped out, he called out, I made it, Bubble Roo! But Bubble Roo wasn't there, and neither were the familiar tide pools. Hissy Fit pushed both his arms out and then squeezed his body out of the sinkhole. Instantly, water rushed in all around him, like a small waterfall knocking him over. Lying face down on a square-shaped rock, surrounded by water, Hissy Fit lifted his head, and his mouth was instantly filled with water. He quickly jumped to his feet and looked around. Hissy Fit saw rows of large square rocks in the shape of tofu, with river water flooding over and around them. In the distance, beyond the rows of rocks, were lit-up skyscrapers, creating a city skyline. Gazing at the skyscrapers, Hissy Fit said, I'm not in Goop World anymore, and gave a little yippee of excitement. His next thought was to get over to the city and start exploring. But that would take making his way across all of the square-shaped tofu rocks. So off he went. Hissy Fit was quite athletic and loved to jump. So he began to hop from rock to rock to rock, counting as he went. One, two, buckle my shoe. Three, four, shut the door. Five, six, pick up sticks. And then he hit seven. When Hissy Pit tried to catapult himself from the seventh rock to the eighth rock, he couldn't move. Several times he attempted to lift his feet from the stone, and nothing happened. Mm-hmm, he said as he stared down at his feet wondering what was awry. He watched as the rushing water parted and he saw a shape begin to take place in the rock he was standing on. Chapter 3 Hissy Fit leaned in close to examine the rock, and as he did, water surged over it and erased the shape. There was something trapped in this rock. Hissy Fit could feel the force, and he wondered aloud, Are you keeping me here? As he said the words, the water parted again, and Hissy Fit saw the shape 
begin to form. First, he saw two bent legs with three long webbed toes. And just as he was beginning to make out the rest of the shape, oncoming water washed it away. Hissy Fit was intrigued. There was something here, something trapped in this rock, and it seemed to want to communicate with him. He put his hands in his pockets to think and felt his bag of marbles. On instinct, he pulled out a yellow marble and dropped it on the rock. As the marble landed, the water peeled away and flowed around the stone instead of on it, as if it were respecting the marble. Leaning in closer again, Hissy Fit saw the webbed legs, and this time he made out two bulging eyes spread far apart on a tiny head. As he reached out to touch it, the image flattened into the rock's surface and water rushed in again. Hissy Fit didn't hesitate to reach into his pocket and pull out another marble. This time, he chose a blue one and dropped it on the rock. Once again, the water dispersed and the image in the rock became even more clear. Yura, what are you? I can almost tell, but not quite, said Hissy Fit. Just then, more water came rushing in and washed away the image. Hissy Fit lost his patience. He was so eager to discover what or who was trapped in this stone that he could hardly stand it. He reached in his pocket and fished out his red marble and threw it with all his force on the stone and then stomped his feet and yelled and had a hissy fit. As he threw his hissy fit, he could feel the stone beneath him get softer and softer. And soon he stomped his foot right through it as the stone disappeared and Hissy Fit found himself flailing about in a pool of rushing water. He desperately scrambled to climb onto the next rock as he grabbed his red marble, which was almost carried away. After getting atop the rock, he immediately tried to jump to the next one, but the same force restrained him. He couldn't jump. His frustration was at a peak. Don't throw a hissy fit. Please, please don't throw a hissy fit, he said to himself. And as he spoke, the water parted and the same strange shape with the webbed feet and the bulging eyes began to appear on the stone. Hissy Fit thought to himself, it 
It worked. I did it. I controlled my hissy fit. Then he crouched down to examine the shape forming in the stone. And finally, he was able to make out a small frog with two large bulging eyes and four webbed feet. But it was flat, stuck in the rock. Hissy Fit reached down and ran his palm over the frog shape. And as he did, he heard a whispering, Release me. Release me. Chapter 4 Gazing down at the frog shape, Hissy Fit whispered, Did you say, release me? And then he listened as the water flowed around the tofu-shaped rock, but not over it. Hissy Fit waited patiently for a response, but nothing came. After several minutes, he felt he had waited long enough and began to grow agitated. His breath became shallow and his face turned red. As he grew increasingly flustered, water started to flow over his feet and the rock he was standing on and the frog began to disappear. Just as he reached into his pocket for his marbles, Hissy Fit had a thought. What if he didn't throw marbles in a Hissy Fit? What if he controlled his urge? Something magical had happened when he tried this earlier. Why not again? It took all his focus, but Hissy Fit began to slowly breathe in and out until his heart rate dropped. Then he pulled out a handful of marbles and reached for a green one because it reminded him of the now vanished frog. He held the green marble right above the stone where he had seen the frog and said, Look, green is the color of frogs. And you are a frog, right? I want to release you. I want to meet you. As he said these words, the water cleared away again and hissy fit could clearly see the tofu stone. In a very easy-going manner, Hissy Fit began to whistle. It helped him stay calm. Whistling and rolling the green marble around between his fingers, his face returned to its normal color, and his breath became steady and even. 
hissy fit, felt cool, calm, and collected. And he liked it. He glanced down at the stone as he felt a tiny sensation against his foot. And there it was, the webbed foot of the frog protruding from the tofu rock. He was coming out of the rock. Hissy Fit was bowled over. Was he actually releasing the frog? He laughed in delight, <laughs> and another webbed frog foot jutted out from the stone. Leaning down, Hissy Fit examined the two protruding feet and made out the rest of the frog still stuck beneath the stone. And then it dawned on him that it was his own ease, his joy, his laughter, and his happiness that were bringing this frog back to life. Ah, I have more power than I realized, laughed Hissy Fit. <laughs> and as he did, he saw a bulging frog eye pop out of the tofu stone. Looking at the eye, he said, I know you've got another eye. Let me help you out, good frog. Then Hissy Fit did a little jig and clapped his hands while whistling a little tune. One by one, the frog's webbed feet popped out from the stone, pulling his entire body with them. And there he was, sitting on the tofu rock, a green frog, staring up at Hissy Fit with his bulging eyes. You are a marvel. I thought I would be stuck in that tofu rock forever said the very thankful frog. Then the little frog went on to tell Hissy Fit the story of how he became trapped in the tofu rock. First, you must understand that you are in Taiwan, and that is the city of Shinshu, said the frog nodding towards the skyscrapers in the distance. We are sitting on what are known as the tofu rocks, which are really just wave breakers in the river that look a lot like tofu squares. Hissy Fit gave out a little laugh and said, Tofu? Indeed, said the frog, and then he continued. Not too long ago, I was captured by a small human boy who put me in a jar and made me his pet. I hated living in the jar and waited and waited to plot my escape. Then one day, the boy and his family came out to the tofu rocks on a river walk, and the boy's father said he had to release me 
into the water. The boy was so angry about this that he turned the jar upside down and then smashed me beneath it. He said if he couldn't have me, that nobody would. As he smashed me into the tofu rock, it softened just enough that I was able to sink into it and disappear. The boy was even more furious at my disappearance and he stomped on the rock and said, you will be stuck in that rock forever, just like a fossil. But the tofu rock held me and said, if another creature, a happy creature, comes along and discovers you, I can release you. Hissy fit listened silently as the frog spoke, taking it all in. When I saw you and saw the hissy fit you threw, I thought there was no chance, said the frog. But then I remembered the power of my thought and my emotions, and I imagined you as a happy, joyful creature that was clever and sensitive. Hissy Pit was overwhelmed when he realized just how powerful he and the frog had been and what they had done together. Let's use our powers now to get you back home, said the frog. Lots, said Hissy Fit, as he beamed out an enormous smile. I envision you back in your home. And if you hop from Tofu Rock to Tofu Rock, you will be transported, said the frog. And that is exactly what Hissy Fit did. He continued hopping from one rock to the next, moving in the direction of the bright city lights, counting and singing as he went. One, two, buckle my shoe. Three, four, shut the door. Five, six, pick up sticks. Seven, eight, I can't wait. And as he said eight, one of the tofu rocks disappeared and hissy fit hopped right into a deep tunnel of water far underground that carried him all the way back to the tide pools in Goop World. With a surge of energy, Hissy Fit popped out of the tide pool he had landed in and went off in search of Bubble Roo to tell her all about his adventures. But Bubble Roo was nowhere to be found. She was inside of a humpback whale in the Bering Sea. But that is a tale for another time. Okay, thank you, Emerson, for Hissy Fit. I really loved doing this story. Seeing the tofu rocks of Taiwan 
If you want to see those tofu rocks that are shaped like just big, giant, square pieces of tofu, which by the way, I don't really like tofu that much, but I do like the tofu rocks, you can go see them at gooptales.com forward slash episode 124. And you can see the pictures of the real tofu rocks. And when the new website comes out, it's going to be even better and easier to see. Don't forget to get on the email list for that. It's very, very exciting. The new thing's coming. And um, my last hissy fit. I want to know when your last hissy fit was, but I'm going to tell you something. My last hissy fit was about an hour ago when I went to record the introduction and what I'm recording right now. And my equipment just, I'm not very good with it. You know, the technical equipment, it just changes all the time and the controls change and I couldn't find the settings and I couldn't record and I wanted to get this out because it's been so long. And I started to throw a hissy fit. I could feel myself getting really agitated and frustrated and probably gonna say some things I shouldn't say. And I actually thought of hissy fit and the story and I calmed myself down and I have to say I got it done so much faster but I've definitely thrown some big fat hissy fits in my day I would love to know when your last hissy fit was and what it was about so why don't you go to Instagram if you can get an adult to help you and on the hissy fit post tell me when was your last hissy fit and what it was about and now I want to give some shout outs to some really, really wonderful reviews and amazing goopies that have left me messages and podcast reviews. And I just, I'm so grateful and I love reading them. So um, Kira, you're on his red beastie on iTunes. Thank you so much. And I love that you say that you can see how much work I put into this because I do. And I do it all for you. So thank you for saying that. Lorraine, I love your emojis. And you wrote go as the title of your review. Thank you, Lorraine. Your little emoji post made my day and your review. Then I have love. And you used to listen. I don't know if you put your name on here, but you said you used to listen to the podcast when you were nine and 10 years old and you've rediscovering it and you still remember some and it helped you fall asleep when you had sleeping problems. That made me so happy. And I love that you came back to it. I'm wondering how old you are right now. Are you a teenager now? I have another one that just says German, but you gave me five stars. So that makes me pretty happy. Thank you, German. Aubrey, thank you so much for your review. You said you love, 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 love Goop Tales and you would give a hundred stars. Oh my gosh, Aubrey, I just want to give you a big hug. Thank you for that. And thank you to all of the others who have left reviews, who have left me messages. I want to make sure I'm not leaving anybody out from this. Let me just check and see if there's anybody that I haven't mentioned yet. Who do I have? I had Lorraine, I had Aubrey, um, Xander, Alex, Serena, Cass, and Jack, who also left messages. Thank you all for listening to Goop Tales. 
big things are coming. I know I've said that for a while and that's why I've disappeared to work on the big things, but they really are and it's super exciting. So please get on the mailing list. Please engage with me at Instagram at Gooptails and I will see you there and in the next Gooptail. Gooptails.